I heard that a long time ago there was a rumor that that the devil is going out of business and he's selling his tools to whomever bids the most for them. I read this, okay. And one night he opened doors to his customers and showcased all his tools. Hate, jealousy, fear, deceit, and many more. But somewhere in a dark corner of the room was a very old, harmless, and worn-out object, looking as if it had been used throughout eternity. It had the highest price of all. And somebody asked the devil what that instrument was and why was it so expensive. Discouragement, answered the devil. It is the most expensive tool because it is the one that I use most on people. When nothing else works, I can enter slowly in their minds and their hearts and nobody notices. And once I am there and get them discouraged, I can do whatever I want with them. This tool is so worn out because I've been using it since the dawn of humanity and it works with everybody. And yet very few people know this tool belongs to me. When they get discouraged and lose hope, they think it's them to blame. Other people that around the world laugh the devil. People hit obstacles in life. They encounter problems. But when they get discouraged, when they lose hope, that's just me doing my job. The global pandemic church is still raging. And there is doubt still clouding the minds of many concerning vaccines and masks and social distancing. We are still in the midst of storm seasons and fires are still burning in the country. Bomb threats are rolling all across our country against our HBCU schools. The spirit of mental illness and suicides are rapidly spreading in our communities. No knock warrants, warrants by law officials are still taking place in our neighborhoods. And yet God's word, God's word can provide assurance and certainty in uncertain times. And church, I stopped by this morning to, to say that I've got a butt through it all spirit down in my soul this morning. But through it all, no matter what comes, no matter what goes, I got a butt through it all spirit. God's knowledge of the future includes not only everything that actually happens, but also everything that could potentially happen. L listen, I, I know the power of God is working every day. Even though we cannot see his hand directly, his presence is felt. And even in our sickness and times of trials, those of us who are faithful to God know that he is still operating behind the scenes. And that's why believers never lose hope, even when difficulties come. Because we know that God is working the unfortunate circumstance in a way that will accomplish his purpose for our lives. And that's a good thing. That's also why the faithful, I said the faithful, are rarely among those who commit suicide. I suffer long periods of depression, a result to alcohol and drug abuse, when things go wrong. We endure the moment, knowing that God is working in the situation, and we will come forth as pure gold. Romans 8, 28 says, and we know, we know, we know 
that all things work together for the good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. And so as believers, we are sure that God will be there for us in any situation. He will tell us what to do and what not to do. He will open doors and he will shut them. He will make things happen or stop them from happening. But always to our advantage. We won't see him when it's done, but we will know after it's done that God made it happen. As we look at our text this morning, it focuses on Job's response to the unfortunate circumstances in his life. Job is expressing his faith that his situation would be reversed and he would come through as pure gold. Job is going through something. He's admitting here that he could not get through to God. And yet he clung to the confidence that God was still over this crisis in his life. Job seen at a fleeting moment, an instant, to understand what he could and should do in his present crisis. You see, Job was a righteous man who faithfully subscribed to the Mosaic law and lived by his principles every day. The Bible describes Job as a righteous man who never once broke God's law, but he fell on hard times because of his obedience and his faithfulness. His faithfulness was tested by God to show Satan that regardless to what difficulty came his way, he would not forsake his faith and remain obedient to God. So Satan caused numerous difficulties in Job's life, including the loss of his health, his wealth, and near destruction of his entire family. And despite this growing number of frustrating and crippling circumstances, Job held on to his faith and maintained his integrity. He would not abandon his faith or drop to the level of cursing God, as his wife suggested, nor question his goodness. So in this text, my friends, Job told three friends who sat with him that he has looked left and right, high and low, and cannot see God's hand in his situation. But he knew that he was aware of his situation and probably involved in it some way. He knew God was involved in his situation. He said, he knows the way that I take. or He knows that I am a good person. But when he is finished testing me, he'll find that I will come through as pure gold. See, Job's assurance that God is aware of his faith his lifestyle and commitment to the service of the Lord underscores the reason he felt assured that God would turn his situation around. And in the end, God did just that. He turned his situation around and blessed him with double for his trouble. And he came through as pure gold. And one thing I love about this story, Brother Rogers, is that God knew where Job was at in the furnace. But it was a furnace of God's appointment, not because of Job's sin, God would use Job's affliction to purify him. Did you get that? And make him a better man. The Bible often uses the image of a furnace to describe God's purifying ministry through suffering. When God puts his own hand into the furnace, he keeps his eye on the clock. You, are you with me, church? And his hand on the thermostat. Are you with me? See, he knows how long and how much. We may question why he does it to begin with or why he doesn't turn down the heat or even turn it off. But our questions are only evidence of unbelief. 
It is important to note that Job's life was pleasing to God before he even went into the furnace. For he said in Job 23, 11 through 12, my foot hath held his steps. His way have I kept and not declined. Neither have I gone back from the commandment of his lips. I have esteemed the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. See, there are many ways, church, that God has moved on our behalf in the past, and he will do it again. Somebody say he'll do it again. One thing for it, he, pro he provided for us. We did not see him do it, but we know he was, it was God that provided for our necessities in the past year, especially during this crisis. And though we may have complained about some things, most of us would have to agree that God has been good, real good to us. Even while God held back things that were seeking to destroy us, he kept providing for our necessities and making a way out of what seemed to be no way. And even in our low moments, it turned out that God was working, putting people and resources in our lives to help us respond to our problems. We don't know how we stumbled upon the person who helped us, but we know it was God. Are you with me? It wasn't by chance that you met somebody that responded to your need. It wasn't by chance that the opportunity you needed to keep from drowning in your troubles just happened as you needed it. He threw out a lifeline that kept you afloat as it was his unseen hand at the other end that did it. If you look at the left or the right, you may not see him, but no matter what the circumstances you are going through, you know he was there working it out to your advantage. We looked to the left, didn't we? And to the right. We did not see him. But we know it was God who opened the doors that had been shut in our faces. Have you ever had a door shut in your face? Not only has God opened the doors for us, he has held them open long enough for us to get through and then close them to keep our enemies from falling behind us. Oh, I, that, that feels good right there, you know. Th this is what he did for Israel. Crossing the Red Sea, he held back the waters long enough for them to get through and then close it on those who were trying to destroy them. God has faithfully opened doors for us and given us opportunities for the abundant life. And when you look back over the last few years and even the last day, and I'm a witness, some of us have done more than just survived. We've grown spiritually, haven't we? God has blessed us financially, haven't he? And he has blessed our family relationships. And some expanded their boundaries last year by taking advantage of every opportunity God made available to them. We looked to the left hand and to the right. We did not see him do it, but we know that God was in this thing, making it happen for us. When others were falling by the wayside during this pandemic, God was still holding us up. Do I have a witness? Amen. When our spiritual strength was at its lowest level, God lifted us. We did not see him, but we know he was there somewhere working things and talking to us directly in prayer and through his word. We heard his voice in the sermons that were preached, the scriptures we chose to read, and the songs that we heard. We didn't see God in the months after the death of our loved ones, but we know he was there. Come on, somebody. Lifting us up out of our depression and giving us a new purpose and new strength. We didn't see God when we suffered a setback and lost ground in our journey, but we know he was there because he kept sending us so many messages to get up, get up. And try and try and try again. And if you don't succeed, get up again. Come on, somebody. Just the other day, I heard through my spiritual ear 
Isaiah said, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as an eagle. They shall run and not get weary. They shall walk and not faint. And then the other day I heard David say, I will lift up my eyes to the hills from which cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He'll be there in the days ahead. He'll be there, church. I'm a witness. God will be there. You just call on his name and will he not show up? But then the Bible offers several reasons why we sometimes have to undergo long periods of suffering. First is testing our character. James said, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have a perfect work, that you may be perfect and in time wanting nothing. I found out that the, the, that painful situation produces character the same way regular exercise builds muscle tones. Are you with me, church? Peter even added to that testing when he said that the trial of our faith being much more precious than of gold that perish, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. When the heat is on, somebody say the heat is on. When the heat is on, who we actually are and what we truly believe are revealed. I, I, this has been an exposure time during this pandemic to see where people really are and what's really going on in people's hearts and minds. So remaining faithful despite prolonged agony testifies to others how much we value and honor our God. The writer of Hebrews 12 verses 6 through 8 said that that test proves that believers are God's children. When he tests us, it's because we are his children and he loves us. Why did testing come to Job? Job never realized that God allowed it because he was pleased with him. God said, have you considered my servant Job? And there is no one on earth like him. There may be no reason behind our testing other than the fact that God is pleased with us. He may want to reveal himself to us in a different way and in a better way. But we must remember, brothers and sisters, that just as we did not see God move on our behalf, we felt his actions. Whatever we might expect to face in the future, we should be encouraged to know that God is already in front of us. Looking out for our future. That's why I stopped by to tell somebody. But through it all, you can make it. Through it all. Come on, somebody. You can make it. I don't know who you might be sitting near right now, but just tap them and high five and say, I threw it all. I'm going to make it. Well, how do you know, Mary Haggard? Because Jeremiah 29 says, and 11 verse 8, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, said the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. See, I don't know what tomorrow may bring, my brothers and sisters, but I know what God has done in the past, and I know what God is doing right now. Come on, somebody. And I also know that he's already ahead of me, making a way for me out of no way. That's why I'm so glad that Jesus is a breaker who goes before us. In Isaiah 45 and 2, the Lord says, I will go before thee and make the crooked places straight. I don't know who I'm talking to, but you need to know that God has the ability to break through any spiritual hindrances, either individually or corporately that would hinder his kingdom and his purpose for the church in this age. 
It doesn't matter what the future brings as long as we are on the Lord's side. It doesn't matter. Come on, somebody. There will never be a, a cross that we won't be able to bear. There will never be a mountain that we won't be able to climb. There will never be an enemy that we won't be able to defeat. There will never be a battle that we will not be able to win. There will never be darkness so dark that we won't be able to see the light. A trial that, that, make us, that, 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 that says we can't make it through. A test that we won't be able to pass. Tell your neighbor, I'm coming out of this. I'm coming out of this. I declare and decree to somebody out here this morning, you coming out of this. Come on, somebody. But through it all. See, your setback is just a set up. That is what God is doing in your life and in my life. Through the loss of the job or death of a loved one or the abandonment of a spouse or the betrayal of a friend or a life-changing addiction, through it all, God is at work in your life to chip away anything and everything that doesn't look like God. Thank you, God. And see, see, the, the songwriter said, I have searched, I have learned this, that if God was more powerful enough to bring you to something, he's also powerful enough to bring you through something. Oh, I can get a hallelujah right there. God was so powerful enough to help you to sin into the valley, he's powerful enough to help you out sin unto the mountain. You see, at the moment, we trust Jesus Christ for salvation. God takes the raw material and begins to shape it into the life that he sees today and what we will be one day. When the final whistle blows, the game of the life will be over. Hallelujah. And believe it or not, we shall be just like Jesus Christ. Think about it, the same God who stepped out from behind the curtain of nowhere onto the platform of nothing and spoke a word into existence is at work in your life. The same God who caused the waters in the Red Sea to roll up like jello to clear a path for his children to the cross is the same God who's at work in your life today. The same God who sustained 14 million Israelites on manna and water for 40 years so that none of them died of starvation is the same God who's at work in your life and in my life right now. The same God, hallelujah, who delivered three Hebrew boys from the old personal barbecue with a fire so hot that it destroyed the ones who threw them in it, but delivered them that not even a hair on their head was sinned. Is the same God who's working things out for us right now. Is there a butt through in your spirit out there? Do anybody have a butt through, but through it all? But through it all. But through it all. The same God who opened the eyes of the blind. Unstop the ears of the deaf and loosen the silence of the lamb, of the dumb. Cleanse the disease of the unclean. Crush the funerals of the dead. Across them and resurrect the dead body of Christ. He is the same God who is at work in your life. And you need to high five somebody again and say, but God, but God, I'm coming through this. Come on, somebody. As I get ready to take my seat, the same God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Is the same God who is Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the last, oh, come on somebody, the last and the first, the same God who was dead yet lived and is alive forevermore and holds the keys of hell and death is the same God who's at work in our life. Thanks be to God, I'm not what I used to be, but although I know that I'm not what I should be, I also know that I'm not what I'm going to be. Come on, somebody. Can I get some help? I 
out here today. I am confident of this one thing that which he believed would begin a good work in me. We perform it until the day that I live with Jesus Christ. Lord, don't give up on me yet. I may be just an old chunk of coal, but I'm going to be a diamond someday. Hallelujah. Because I'm coming through this. Is there anybody else coming through this with me? How do you know, Mary Hick? Because I use the words of Andre Couch. I've had many tears and sorrows. I've had questions for tomorrow. And there's been times I didn't know right from wrong. But in every situation, God gave me blessed consolation that my trials come to only make me strong. Church, I've been to a lot of places and I've seen a lot of faces. There's been times I felt so all alone. But in my lonely hours, yes, those precious lonely hours, Jesus let me know that I was his own. So I thank God for the mountains. I thank God for the valleys. I thank him for the storms that he brought me through. For if I never had a problem, I would know God could solve them. I would know what faith is that God could do. But through it all, through it all, somebody say through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. Through it all, I've learned to depend in his word. Through it all, through it all, We know that you have been blessed through the hearing of God's Word on this day. We invite you to join us at New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, located at 4813 Hilltop Needmore Road, Fuquay, Arena, North Carolina. For more information, you can contact our ministry at 919-552-3531 or visit our website at www.newprovidencebaptist.com. Thank you for joining us and be blessed.